Hello and welcome back to some more geography. Today we're going to be talking about a little project we did all about the plastic pollution around the world and in the UK. Plastic is an amazing man-made material used to make all kinds of important things like bike helmets, car airbags and medical supplies made with plastic save lives and plastic water bottles can bring clean drinking water to people who don't have it. The problem is that most of us use more plastic than we need to and half of the plastic we produce is designed to be used just once and chucked away. This is called single-use plastic which is used to make all kinds of items such as shopping bags, straws, food wrappers and various packaging. And because plastic takes over 400 years to decompose, which means break down, it stays in the natural world, causing damage for a very long time. Scientists think that a whopping 8.8 .8 million tonnes of plastic end up in the ocean every year. That's the same as stacking five plastic shopping bags of rubbish on top of each other on every metre of coastline in the world. Ocean dumping is when people illegally tip large amounts of waste directly into the sea. But not all plastic in the ocean is dumped there on purpose. In fact, around 80% of plastic in the sea comes from our land. Much of it is blown into rivers, streams and sewers from overflowing rubbish bins or landfill sites and from streets and parks where people litter. Another way is through our drains. Lots of our clothes contain tiny plastic fibres called microfibres which enter our waterways from washing machines when people do their laundry. Toiletries such as toothpaste and face wash, face wash can contain minuscule bits of plastic as well. These are called microbeads, which get flushed down the drain and eventually into the sea ocean. Thankfully, the UK government has banned toiletries containing microbeads, but lots of other countries still use them. Animals and birds can get trapped, tangled and even strangled by all kinds of plastic waste, such as discarded fishing nets and six-pack rings from drink cans. They also mistake small bits of plastics, such as bottle tops and wrappers, for food and they gobble them up, leaving no room in their swollen tummies for real food. And that, and that problem doesn't just end here. When plastic break down, breaks down in the ocean, it doesn't break down completely. It just gets smaller and smaller and it ends up being swallowed by fish and other marine animals and birds. The tiny particles of plastic absorb toxic industrial chemicals, which, when eaten by fish, are absorbed into their tissues and then are eventually eaten by humans. Hello and welcome back to part one all about plastic pollution. Plastic pollution has become one of the most pressing environmental issues as rapidly increasing production of disposable plastic products overwhelm the world's ability to deal with them. Plastic population is most visible in developing Asian and African nations, where garbage collection systems are often inefficient or non-existent. But the developed world, especially in countries with low recycling rates, also has trouble properly collecting discarded plastics. Plastic trash has become so ubiquitous, it has prompted efforts to write a global treaty negotiated by the United Nations. How did this happen? Plastics made from fossil fuels are just over a century old. Production and development of thousands of new plastic products accelerated after World War II, so it transformed the modern age that life without plastics would be unrecognisable today. Plastics re revolutionised medicine with life-saving devices, made space travel possible, lightened cars and jets, saving fuel and population, and saved lives with helmets, incubators and equipment for clean drinking water. The conveniences plastic offer, however, led to a throwaway culture that reveals the material's dark side. 
Today, single-use plastics account for 40% of the plastics produced every year. Many of these products, such as plastic bags and food wrappers, have a lifespan of mere minutes to hours, yet they may persist in the environment for hundreds of years. Plastics by the numbers. Some key facts. Half of the plastics ever manufactured have been made in the last 15 years. Production increased exponentially from 2.3 million tonnes in 1950 to 448 million tonnes by 2015. Production is expected to double by 2050. Every year, about 8 million tonnes of plastic waste escapes into the oceans from coastal nations. That's the equivalent of setting five garbage bags full of trash on every foot of coastline around the world. Plastics often contain additives that make them stronger, more flexible and durable. But many of these additives can extend the life of products if they become litter, which estimates to ranging at least 400 years to break down. How plastics move around the world Most of plastic trash in the oceans, Earth's last sink, flows from the land. Trash is also carried by sea major rivers, which acts as conveyor belts, picking up more and more trash as they downstream. Once at sea, much of the plastic trash remains in coastal waters. But once caught up in ocean currents, it can be transported around the world. On Henderson Island, an uninhabited atoll in the Pitcairn Group, isolated halfway between Chile and New Zealand, scientists found plastic items from Russia, the United States, Europe, South America, Japan and China. They were carried to the South Pacific by the South Pacific Gaia, a circular ocean current. Microplastics once at sea, sunlight, wind and wave action break down plastic waste into small particles, often less than one-fifth of an inch across. These so-called microplastics are spread throughout the water column and have been found in every corner of the globe, from Mount Everest, the highest peak, to the Marin Trench, the deepest through. True. Microplastics are breaking down further into smaller and smaller pieces. Plastic microfibers, meanwhile, have been found in municipal drinking water systems and drifting through the air. Harm to wildlife. Millions of animals are killed by plastics every year, from birds to fish to other marine organisms. Nearly 700 species, including endangered ones, are known to have been affected by plastics. Nearly every species of seabird eats plastic. Most of the deaths to animals are caused by entanglement or starvation. Seals, whales, turtles and other animals are strangled by abandoned fishing gear or discarded six-pack rings. Microplastics have been found in more than 100 aquatic species including fish, shrimp and mussels designed for our dinner plates. In many cases, these tiny bits pass through the digestive system and are expelled by, without consequence. But plastics have also been found to have blocked digestive tracts or pierced organs, causing death. Stomachs are so packed with plastic, reduce the urge to eat, causing starvation. Plastics have been consumed by land-based animals as well, including elephants, hyenas, zebras, tigers, camels, cattle and other larger mammals, in some, causes, in some cases causing death. Tests have also been confirmed that liver and cell damage and disruptions of reproductive systems prompting some species such as oysters to produce fewer eggs. New research shows that larval fish are eating nanofibers in the first days of life, raising new questions about the effects of plastic on fish populations. Stemming the plastic tide Once in the ocean, it is very difficult, if not impossible, to achieve plastic waste. Mechanical systems such as Mr. Trash Wheel is a litter interceptor in Maryland's Baltimore Harbour, which can be affected at picking up larger pieces of plastic, such as foam cups and food containers, from inland waters. But once plastic breaks down into microplastics and drifts throughout the water column in the open ocean, they are virtually impossible to recover. 
The solution is to prevent plastic waste from entering rivers and seas in the first place. Many scientists and conservatists, include the National Geographic Society, say this could be accomplished with improved waste management systems and recycling, better product design that takes into account the short life of disposable packaging and reduction in manufacturing of unnecessary single-use plastics. But what is plastic waste in more detail? Plastic is a synthetic organic polymer made from petroleum with properties ideally suited for a wide variety of applications including packaging, building and construction, household and sports equipment, vehicles, electronics and agriculture. Plastic is cheap, lightweight, strong and malleable. Over 300 million tonnes of plastic are produced every year, half of which is used to design single-use items such as shopping bags, cups and straws. At least 8 million tonnes of plastic end up in our oceans every year. Floating plastic debris are currently the most abundant items in marine litter. Waste plastic makes up 80% of all marine debris, from surface waters to deep sea sediments. Plastics has been detected on shorelines of all continents, with more plastic materials found near popular tourist destinations and densely populated areas. How does it get in the sea? Two-thirds of it comes straight from land-based sources, litter being left on the beach or washed down rivers and drains from litter being dropped in towns and cities. It comes from industry spills, badly managed landfill sites and bins near the coast or being flushed down the loo. The the remainder is lost at sea such as containers going overboard or lost fishing gear. Welcome back to part two all about plastic pollution. How much plastic pollution is there? Approximately 51 trillion microscopic pieces of plastic. That is about the same as 1,345 adult blue whales and 500 times the number of stars in our galaxy. How long does it last? As we know, plastic is strong, flexible and durable, making it extremely useful. However, that also means it never really breaks down. A plastic plastic bottle can last for 450 years in the marine environment, slowly fragmenting into smaller and smaller pieces, which eventually end up microscopic, but never truly go away. This means that every piece of plastic that has ever been produced is still with us in some form. What harm does plastic pollution do to the environment? For wildlife such as fish, dolphins and seabirds and seals, it can be deadly as they become entangled or mistake it for food. Images from the Midway Atoll have illustrated this problem to shocking effect when photographer Chris Jordan captured the remains of an albatross, stomachs full of plastic pieces because they accidentally made a meal from our discarded waste. More recently, a caviar's beaked whale was found malnourished and dying off the coast of Norway. Experts had to put the animal down as it was in such poor condition and the autopsy showed a terrifying 30 plastic bags and a large amount of plastic packaging with labels in Danish and English in its stomach and intestines, causing blockages and pain. How does it affect humans? With one in three fish caught for human consumption now containing plastic, the question is no longer what, no longer are we eating plastic, but how bad is that for us? In seawater, plastic absorbs chems like PCBS and DTC, DDTC have been linked to endocrine disruption and even some cancers, becoming more powerful as they work their way up the food chain. The beach is where we go to connect with nature and put simply, it's not the same if it's covered in plastic. Some of us rely on it being clean for our livelihoods, with coastal tourism being worth £5.5 billion to the UK economy. Even if we don't eat fish or even go to the beach, all of us without without doubt breathe and all that delicious oxygen. 70% of it's produced by marine plants, so we need to take care of it. What is the Great Pacific Garbage Patch? 
In the North Pacific, a gyre or slowly swirling whirlpool of ocean currents collects plastic debris. It is estimated to be twice the size of France and Charles Moore. The, oceanogra- the oceanographer who discovered it was predicted that it will be double in size in the next 10 years if we don't change our ways. It is not exactly a nice neat island that we, t- that we can tidy away. It's more like a ginormous plastic soup made of confetti like fragments of plastic. It's been imagined that it would take 67 ships one year to clean up less than 1% of the Great Pacific garbage patch. Can plastic also be good? Diabetics use it for disposable syringes, arthritic patients have it for their replaced hips, and construction workers wear it to protect their heads. Without it, we, would ha- we wouldn't have computers, mobile phones, or cars. Essentially, it is vital. The big problem is single-use plastics and the quantities in which they are used. A plastic bag, for instance, is used on average for 15 minutes, yet it could take between 100 to 300 years to fragment. Plastic pollution is a global problem that is growing exponentially due to both an increase in consumerism and an increase in the number of plastics used to manufacture the things that we use on a daily basis. Many of these items are single-use items, which are used once and then tossed in the trash. But what happens to this plastic once the trash gets emptied? It doesn't simply disappear into thin air. It usually ends up in the environment in some manner or form, with a great deal of it eventually ending up in the ocean. Within the plastic pollution sphere, one of the most pressing environmental challenges that we are faced with today is marine plastic debris. The two common sources of marine debris originate from are land-based, which includes litter from beachgoers and as well as debris that's either blown into the ocean or being washed in with stormwater runoff, and ocean-based, which includes garbage disposed at sea by ships and boats, as well as fishing debris such as plastic strapping from bait boxes, discarded fishing line or nets, and derelict fishing gear. While discarding fishing gear takes its toll on the marine environment by entangling marine life and destroying coral reefs, it only compromises an estimated 20% of all marine debris. A staggering 80% of all marine debris stems from land-based sources. This is not that surprising, considering that around 50% of all plastics are used to manufacture single-use items, which are discarded soon after they are first used. Plastic Pollution in Oceans Plastic is a major contributor to ocean pollution, but how much plastic is in the ocean, you ask? A study published in 2017 estimated between 1.15 to 2.41 million tonnes of plastic that enters the oceans via rivers annually, with the peak months being between May and October. The top 20 contributing rivers, which according to the report are mostly found in Asia, which contribute around 67% of all plastics flowing into the ocean from rivers around the world. The demand for plastic has increased dramatically over the last 70 years. According to Plastic Ocean, 300 million tonnes of plastic is produced globally every year. Half of that plastic is used for disposable items that will only be used once. As a result, more than 8 million tonnes of discarded plastic ends up in our oceans every single year. Once it is there, it doesn't really go away. The World Watch Institute estimates that an average American or European person typically uses 100 kilograms of plastic every year, most of which consists of packaging, while it is estimated that Asians currently only use an average of 20 kilograms per person. This is expected to rise due to the economic growth in that region. 10 to 20 million tons of plastic ends up in our oceans every year, according to a report released by the World Watch Institute in 2015. 5.25 trillion estimated number of plastic particles currently floating around the world's oceans. 13 billion dollars number of estimated losses per year associated with marine plastic debris due to the negative impact on marine ecosystems. How does plastic break down? One of the characteristics that make plastic so popular for use in a wide range of industries 
is that it is extremely durable and long-lasting. However, this trait also makes it persist the environment. Plastics are photodegradable, meaning that they break up into smaller and smaller pieces when exposed to sunlight. Because the temperature they are exposed to in the ocean is much lower than that on land, the breakdown process takes much longer in the marine environment. But while plastic debris is slowly breaking down in the ocean, more and more plastic is being tossed or washed into the sea, at a rate far faster than what is breaking down. Consequently, there is a lot of plastic in the ocean. It comes in all shapes of forms and sizes, and it is found floating on the surface, suspended in the water column or littering the ocean floor, and eventually washes up on beaches around the world, wreaking havoc with marine life in all these ecosystems. all about plastic pollution. According to a scientific report released by a plastic ocean, marine plastic debris has impacted over 600 marine species from the bottom to the top of the food chain, many dying a slow agonising death through entanglement or ingesting plastic. According to Greenpeace report plastic debris in the world's oceans, at least 267 different species are known to have suffered, suffered from entanglement or in ingestion of marine debris, including seabirds, turtles, seas, seals, sea lions, whales and fish. The scale for contamination of the marine environment by plastic debris is vast. It is found floating in all the world's oceans, everywhere from polar regions to the equator. Plastics and polystyrene foam, styrofoam, compromise 90% of all marine debris, with single-use food and beverage containers being one of the most common items found in ocean and coastal surveys. Plastic debris in the ocean varies greatly in size, from tiny microplastics that are invisible to the naked eye, to large pieces of plastic debris such as discarded fishing gear, which, in, which can extend for metres or, in some cases, even kilometres. According to the Oceans Conservancy International Coastal Cleanup 2017 report, if all the plastic bottles collected during the 20, 2016 International Coastal Cleanup were stacked, they would have stood 372 times higher than the Dubai's towering Burj Khalifa, which is 828 metres high, and all the plastic straws collected off beaches around the world would have, would have stood 145 times higher than the one World Trade Center in New York City, 541 meters. Whilst all the plastic utensils collected would have stood 82 times higher than a Coors Lumpus Petronas Towers, 452 meters, and all the cigarette lighters collected would, have st would stand 10 times higher than the Eiffel Tower in Palace, which is 324 meters. What are microplastics? Microplastics are tiny pieces of plastic and are now recognized as a major threat to wildlife and to human health. Scientific research surveys have revealed that microplastics are widespread throughout the world's oceans and are having a negative impact on marine life, as well as the health of humans who rely on seafood and staple protein source. Polystyrene beads and plastic pellets are not easily digested, so they tend to accumulate in the digestive tract of marine animals who consume them. This can result in the animal feeling full, causing it to stop feeding, leading to emaciation and ultimately death from starvation, or it can cause an intestinal blockage that can also be fatal. When a predator feeds on a fish that has a gut full of undigested polystyrene or plastic, this is passed on to the predator who in most cases will also have problems digesting it. Microfibers in ocean. Microfi microfibers come from clothing and textiles and are another key source of microplastics in our oceans. When you wash our clothes, fibers are shed into the washing water. Due to their minute size, these fibers pass through wash 
wastewater treatment plants and end up in the ocean. Microfibers have been found in many different ecosystems, including freshwater systems, ocean waters, ocean sediments and beaches around the world, indicating it is a worldwide problem that is possibly growing. According to a report in the Overtake, the International Union for Conservation of Nature IUCN estimates that 35% of all primary plastics which end up in our oceans have come from textiles, making it the largest source of microplastics, followed by those which come from the degradation of car tyres, 28%. Health impact of plastic. Plastic packaging is lightweight, so it is easily burnt or washed into rivers, where it is carried to the sea or it might blow directly into the sea if not safely stowed by beach users. Plastic breaks down into smaller and smaller pieces, and because it rarely floats, it is often mistaken for food by surface-feeding animals, including fish and seabirds. Marine turtles ingest plastic bags, which they mistake for jellyfish, and small items such as gas lighters or plastic pellets in various stages of decomposition are mistaken for food by seabirds and marine animals. Seabirds have known to feed these plastic pellets to their chicks, resulting in the death of their chicks, which ultimately can cause population numbers of affected species, which can cause population numbers of affected species to decrease if fewer and fewer chicks, chicks are being successfully raised. Furthermore, plastics and polystyrene are made up of toxic chemicals, including petroleum, which may be released as the gra- gastric juices try to gi- digest it and are absorbed into the body tissue. These toxins are also leached into the water column as plastic breaks down contaminating filter feeding organisms who ingest the water while feeding. But the problem doesn't end here. Plastics are known to accumulate um, persistent organic pollutants, POP, including chlorinated biphalanes and DTT that are known to disrupt the endocrine system and affect development at concentrations of hundreds of thousands to a million times greater than naturally found in the seawater. These contaminants are stored in the body fat and organs of animals and are passed on to predators that feed on them, becoming more concentrated in the tissues of organisms higher up in the food chain. Long-living top predators continue to accumulate more and more toxin in their systems over time. Studies have revealed that marine top predators such as killer whales and polar bears are amongst the most contaminated animals on earth. These, con- co- these contaminants reduce fertility and breeding success and compromise the affected animal's immune system, making them more vulnerable to diseases and infection. Reducing and avoiding plastics. We need to tackle the problem of marine debris head-on. It's not just an issue for environmentally conscious, it is an issue that ultimately affects human health. Man is a top predator that feeds on a variety of ocean fish, shellfish and other marine species. We face the same risk as a, as a killer whale and polar bear. While any plastic or polystyrene pellets that may be clogging the guts of the fish that is nicely presented on a dinner plate have been long removed, the toxin contaminants originate from the debris remains stored in the flesh we are about to eat. Food for thought indeed. We can start reducing plastic pollution by changing our own habits. Reducing your use of single-use plastic will reduce the demand. Avoid purchasing items wrapped in plastic and using reusable produce bags, which is a quick win to change what you buy in your grocery shop. Recycling properly will help reduce plastic waste. Only 9% of plastic is recycled worldwide. Think of ways to upcycle old items rather than discarding them or buying new ones. Supporting charities that are addressing plastic pollution um, and signing petitions for bans will increase your impact for the cause. Participate in or organise a beach river cleanup, wearing clothing made from natural non-synthetic materials such as organic cotton, silk, Ulex Pure and Lion will prevent plastic fibres making their way into the ocean and our food chain. Thank you for listening to my jog pod today.